All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? That's Jake Vebra, comedian in New York. I'm Nathan Timmel, comedian uh, in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan right now, doing shows, slinging jokes. Got Kat uh, on standby in her car. Is that where you said you is? <laughs> yeah. I you said your dog is being an asshole and making too much noise, so you decided to go for some silence? Well, she's not... She just wants to go, all she wants to do is go for a fucking walk, so she just bothers me. She's not a big barker, but she's, like, trying to sit on me and shove me off the couch and crap, so would no, not be bueno. And that's why Jake and I have small dogs, because with small dogs, you just pick them up and you win. You're in charge. It's like, <laughs> that's it. You're done. You, you, I remember when we were getting our dog, I was between a mini schnauzer and a German shepherd. And I'm like, ah, German shepherd will scare off people. It'll bark. It'll do whatever. And uh, then we got the mini schnauzer and it still barks. But yeah, when anyone comes to the door, I just football him. That's it. I just pick him up and hold him like, and his little legs flail. And it's like, there you go. I win. You, you're done. German shepherd, you ain't picking up. Yeah. And that's what my boyfriend said when we were looking at the dog. Bigger the poops, or bigger the pooch, the bigger the poops. Yeah, uh, my mom and fake dad visited a couple weeks ago, and they were dog-sitting my sister's dog, which is a lassie, and uh, I don't know what kind of dog it is, but, you know, lassie, and that motherfucker went out in the yard, and I'm like, holy Christ, just one shit pile looked like three shit piles from my dog, and I'm like, I am glad I don't have to pick that up all fucking day, so... Jake wins. Jake, you have a chihuahua. You you have like little Two rabbit turds. Yeah, you have <clears throat> rabbit turds to pick up, basically. Yeah, I don't even bother picking them up, man. I just walk them into the carpet, and uh, eventually they just turn into dirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> into the carpet. I like how I'm yeah. thinking outside, and you're just like, yeah, they just shit in the house. Yeah, Jake is I, white um, trash. I, I, I like it. Feels good on my on on, on my tippy toes, you know. Nice. All right, let's uh, jump in. Let's do a couple quick updates. Uh, we are recording on Saturday, March 23rd. The Mueller report dropped yesterday. I'm not sure we should talk about it because anything we say is speculation. It is mere jerking off. And apparently that's what both sides are already doing. The left is saying that, oh, well, no indictments are going to be filed, but uh, there's still a lot of bad in there on Trump. There's still a lot of bad. And the right is saying, ah, no more indictments. Trump is in the clear. It's all just jerking off, and I, I personally have never cared. I th I know too many people that are calling it a witch hunt, and I know too many people that are jerking off to it, saying, "Oh my God, this is going to get Trump." And I am still on standby. Great, it's been filed, and sooner or later we'll find out what's in it, and then we can discuss the merits of it. Yeah, I've always I've always said. Um they're they're expecting too much out of this shit with with him in Russia. I, I I feel like the the Democrats are expecting some sort of uh, smoking gun. They they really want a recording of him sitting with a bunch of Russian gangsters in a hotel room plotting against our democracy like a Bond villain. And that's just not going to happen, man. Where you're going to get him is the financial shit. They got to go after him with financial shit um, because. The the idea of him, you know, meeting with Russia so that they can what like make memes, that seems kind of dumb, right? But him having financial ties to them, that you you know, kind of put him in 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 sort of uh, in 
in jeopardy. You, you know what I mean? Of of being um, what's what, what's the world? It's it's a it's a conflict of interest, right? If, if you have a bunch of uh, you, you know di- direct financial ties to people that you, you know you're dealing with on a foreign policy level, then um, that, that's going to be an issue, you know, and, and it would explain why he seems so just sort of passive about anything Russia does. And and, and that's where I think you're going to get him is I, I think there's a reason he didn't want to file or, or, you know, release his tax returns. I don't think you have to have too much creativity to maybe speculate on why that is. Um, and I think if, if you're looking for that tie to Russia, I don't think you're going to find it in the Mueller report. I think you're going to find it in his tax returns. Well, can I go even sideways with it? How about this? How about instead of a magic bullet uh, that's going to get him financially with his taxes or in collusion with Russia, how about you just run a good candidate in 2020 and get him by beating him in the election? I mean, I don't know if it's going to happen. The economy's good. His supporters don't wave, uh, waver on anything. They just So instead of right. constantly hounding outside sources— just fucking run against him, say, you know, you can win over, you, you can distract some of his base by saying he said he was going to build a wall. He had two years to do it with a Republican legislature, and he didn't do it. So now the Democrats are in power. It's not going to get done. He lied to you. He said he was going to re- repeal Obamacare and give you better health care. He had two years to do it with a fully controlled Republic. Just run against him. Just run against him on his own platforms and uh, it, see what happens. Shake it out. Stop searching for end arounds where you got to because that's exactly what pissed me off about Whitewater with Bill Clinton, which is, oh, we've got this real estate deal. Oh, there's nothing there. Blowjob, blowjob, blowjob. Just stop fucking. You know, I, I agree that the Mueller report should have happened. And now that it's done, move on. You know, just just run against him. It's politics. It doesn't have to be fucking all investigations. I don't get why yeah, people no, are so you. up in arms Sorry, about no. making comments like that right now because nobody's even seen the fucking thing yet. Like, it won't even be released to either side until it gets read. And I heard it's like, I forget how many pages it is, right. but it is yeah. fucking huge. Well, yeah, he spent, he spent two years typing that thing up, man. That's going to be like a, a goddamn six-part Stephen King story. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be it's gonna be thick. Uh, the Dark Tower. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on from that because... It'll come out in weeks and weeks, and instead of just jerking off over it and speculating, fuck it, moving on. Is there a Let's piss tape in something. there? That's what I want to know, man. <laughs> Let's get to the real that question. Is there a piss tape? <laughs> Let's move on to uh, something that happened last week we brought up. Australian teenager William Connolly, egg boy. He egged a politician at a press conference. Um, Jake, you called him a hero. I concurred with your assessment. Well, now not only is he a hero, he is a saint. Because like anything that happens in the world, if uh, someone gets in trouble but they did something you like, a GoFundMe page has started. And uh, as of one week ago, I have not looked at it since, what, what, what day is this article from? March 18, 1921, 22, 20, five days ago, the GoFundMe page was at $50,000 uh, so that he could pay for legal fees. Well, what does this kid do? He turns right around and says, hey, thanks for all the GoFundMe money. Sure, I'll pay my le- legal fees, but most of it's going to go to victims of the shooting. Nice, nice. This is not a greedy kid. This is a kid that says, you're giving me money. 
I don't deserve this money for anything. These people lost their lives. Let's give it to the families. Let's. What a good kid this is. First of all, he hits a right-wing piece of shit politician with an egg, and now he gives the money away that people are trying to give him. He's a good kid. He He's, I dare say it, and I, I apologize in advance, he's a good egg. Yeah, that was, uh, you should have apologized for that. That was... Uh... I did apologize in advance. It's terrible, terrible. But let's, uh, <laughs> let's go sideways with it. So, uh, asshole Steve King, Iowa representative, racist piece of shit, um, was at a restaurant, and apparently a kid dumped water on him. Saw him, said, oh, that's Steve King, walked over and splashed water in his face or poured... Okay, there's a difference between... This guy's not a hero. He's just an asshole because he's agitating. Steve King is a piece of shit, yes, but if he's out at a restaurant... Getting in his face is bad optics. Doing this to him is bad optics. There is a difference between Egg Boy, who is at a press conference where a racist piece of shit Australian politician was spewing racist shit into cameras, and a guy that's just eating dinner. And a guy that's eating dinner, yeah. I, yeah, Water Boy is not a hero. Yeah, I feel like it's it's sort of got to be like um, the, the the old school mobsters where there's certain places you got you, you got to whack a mob boss. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, I, I I don't think the restaurant's a good place to do that. I think I think getting them at the at the press conference that's that's the way to do it. There's a difference between a guy saying something shitty and so then you fuck with them and a guy eating lunch and now you're disrupting his lunch because it just makes your side look bad. You know. Well, yeah, but it's totally deserved. I mean, somebody... Oh, he's an asshole, sure. Nice somebody finally stood up. No, it's not deserved because, yes, Steve King is an asshole, but there was, um, and I don't have the video of this, cat. you can Google, uh, there was a video of Steve King at a press conference where someone kept hammering home a question he did not want to answer, and finally he stormed off. That's how you get him. You expose him by, hey, what about this bullshit you said or did? I don't feel like talking about this right now. Well, it's a press conference. I'm going to ask it again. I really don't feel like talking about it. Fuck you, answer the question, and he storms off. That's how you get it. You expose him in the political arena. Dumping water on his head, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, he deserves it. But it all it does is strengthens his base then he just shows that video look at what the left is doing these assholes are pouring water on me because they don't like what i believe that means they don't like what you believe if you voted for me they'll pour water on you they'll they'll treat you like shit uh when you're just trying to have lunch blah 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 do it in the political arena do it like this this video of steve king wandering off when he didn't like the question he was answering that's how you get him not when he's having dinner yeah it says uh it was an Iowa State University student, and it says, that guy had said, the terrorist who committed this crime, he was quoted as saying, they bring invaders in that kill our people. I can't sit back and watch your people get slaughtered, uh, he said. You, Steve King, have been quoted as saying, we can't restore our civilization with other people's babies. You and the shooter share an ideology that is fundamentally anti-immigration. And before he could finish the question, the student was interrupted by King. No, you don't, or no, don't you do that. Do not associate me with the shooter, King said. I knew you were in, <laughs> I knew you were in an ambusher when you walked in the room, but there's no bias for that, and you get no question, and you get no answer. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not an ambusher. 
I was about to ask you what distinguishes your ideology, and then Kane cut him off again, saying, "Nope, you're done. We don't even play these games. We don't play these games here in Iowa. No, you're done. You cross the line. It's not tolerable to accuse me to be associated with the guy that shot 11 people in Pittsburgh." Um, then he goes on and bitches and stuff, and then the guy goes, "If you don't have a white supremacist <laughs> worldview, then then why do you travel to Austria and meet with white supremacist organizations?" And he's like. This is over. If he keeps talking, and he turned to the moderator, he's like, this is over. If you don't stop talking, King added, raising his voice. I'm leaving, King said, and he gathered his papers, and then the moderator cut it off and said, I think he's given his answer. His answer is his answer. Which was a non-answer. He didn't answer. He just said, I'm not going to. Yeah, see, that's how you, you don't dump water on him. You just hammer him home on things he says and does. Well, and I will say, if if somebody did this to somebody on the left, a politician on the left, oh, like the the media on the left would be losing their mind. This would be a hate crime for some fucking reason. It's because Elizabeth Warren is is one thirty second uh, Cherokee or whatever. Like this is a hate crime. It's a it was a racist, sexist, xenophobic. Like it, it would be fucking ridiculous. The left would be losing their mind if someone in a MAGA hat did that at a to somebody at a restaurant you know what I mean like a like a politician on the left so I'm, I'm like yeah I, I I don't know I, I don't like the attacking people in the restaurant I, I get it the guy's an asshole if you're gonna throw water on anyone in a restaurant Steve King probably is the best person to do it to I just say you know fuck with them at the press conferences you know what I mean it just it's a better it's a better look I agree I agree I agree all right, moving on. Let's. Uh, th- this is we we talk about this too much. Um, maybe I don't know. I it's one of those things where how is this even a headline anymore, or is anyone surprised? Catholic Church sca- scandal, Catholic Church scandal. This time in Illinois. Last time it was Pennsylvania. Now it's Illinois. Three hundred and ninety-five Illinois priests, deacons, are accused of sexual misconduct. At at this point. I mean, are we really going to go state by state and go, oh, my God, it happened here, too? Can't we just say this is what the Catholic Church has been doing for years and covering it up? It's happened. At what point do you think the Catholic Church just opens all their files and say, let's just get it all out of the way? Let's just get it all out into the sunlight. Yes, it happened in every state. It happened in every parish. And we covered it up for decades. Uh, How can we apologize and move on? Why is it still being covered up and or treated like a surprise when it comes out? If you're Catholic, you can still listen to Michael Jackson's music. You know what I'm saying? It's not hypocritical at that point. <laughs> this is true. It's, it's, did, it's did you read uh, what? What's up? <clears throat> did you read what Barbara Streisand just said in an interview? No. Uh, it's funny. I can't again look it up so you can get the correct quote. Um, Barbara Streisand is promoting shows in England, I believe, or at least Europe. And uh, they said, hey, you kind of knew Michael Jackson. How do you feel about everything? And she said, oh, it's sad. Uh, It's very sad. Uh, I I tried watching. Maybe I tried watching the documentary. Uh, It was horrible. But, you know, those accusers, they they grew up. They got married. They survived. So it's not uh, she didn't say it's not all that bad. But she's like, hey, they lived through it. So, you know, what are you going to do? She sort of downplayed it a little bit, saying, well, at least it didn't kill them. I'm like. Wow. So uh, she's under fire for that in this culture of outrage, and deservedly so. I've never 
understood uh, the cult of Barbara Streisand. I just I found her annoying. Sticks my and stones life, may but... break your bones, but getting molested won't kill you. Yeah, I, I, I read the quote. <laughs> I, I stand by that. I stand by Streisand. I agree with that. <laughs> that's uh, maybe that is the maybe that's the new paradigm. <laughs> Sticks and stones. But I mean, what did it? Look, I, I'm not one to call anything tone deaf or become a part of how dare they say that that said that is a pretty fucking tone deaf thing to say that is pretty goddamn stupid to say well it didn't kill him you know they eventually got married and got over it so you know why why tarnish the michael jackson legacy with the all he did was fuck a few boys yeah i don't know why you can't just go with the easy obvious answer of i don't support kid fucking you know what i'm saying just just always uh, that's your default answer when someone asks you about any pedophilia. Just go, I do not support, nor do I have I ever supported any buggering of children. Next question. Just, just go with that. Here. Yeah, so I got the quote if you want. Sure, go ahead. In here. Uh, she said, um, oh, she said it, it was painful to watch the documentary, um, that he, Michael Jackson was very, very sweet and childlike. Um, his sexual needs were sexual needs coming from whatever childhood he has or whatever DNA he has, she told the Times. You can say molested, but those children, as you heard them say, the grown-up Robson and Safechuck, they were thrilled to be there. They both married They both married, and they both had children, so it didn't kill them. And then she goes on to say, it's a combination of feelings. I feel bad for the children. I feel bad for him. I blame, I guess, the parents who would allow the children to sleep with him. Why would Michael need these children around dressed like him in, in the shows and dancing in the hats? Okay, wait a second. I, I blame uh, the parents. That's a good one, yes. Um, the children wanted to be there? Um, maybe, okay... Blame the parents, yes. Maybe blame the guy doing the molesting. Yeah, sure, he had a, a shitty childhood, and Joe Jackson beat the shit out of him, but uh, if if that means now you got to fuck little kids, yeah, you, you can you can get the blame for that. But the, the, the saying that the kids wanted, were excited to be there, that's even more fucked up than saying they got married and survived and moved on with their lives. It, well, yeah, that's uh, sort look, of a that's sort of a common thing with a lot of those those pedophile cases. Is there's there's a lot of time if it's prolonged, there's usually some form of brainwashing that goes on. You know, like they it's it's some predator like convincing them that whatever the fuck they're doing is normal. And a lot of times they don't realize until they get older that they were even abused because they either blocked it out or they normalized it so much or fucking whatever, man. And so. Going, oh, yeah, this kid wanted to be like, that's just an insane statement to make. And I like you would you would never make it about somebody now who like everybody knew he was doing it back there. Like the entire world, they would they just sort of they would they would call them uh, Wacko Jacko. Why did he get the name Wacko Jacko? Is it because of the um, oh, the, the surgeries a little bit? Is it because he had a pet monkey a little bit? But it's mostly because he spent the night with fucking 10 year olds. <laughs> And it's like, hey, he's a wacky guy. Better look out for him and his shenanigans. And it's like everybody that was just everybody knew about that shit years ago. And that's that's why I there's still people defending him online, like constantly. I see even on my Facebook wall now there's people defending him. And that documentary, you either knew he was fucking kids like decades ago or nothing will convince you. 
It's just one of those things. I, I, you could have 15 more people come forward and, oh, it's just uh, they're just looking for money and blah, 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 blah. blah. You know, they'll say the same shit. So you either knew he was doing it a long time ago um, or you'll, you'll always defend the fucking guy. Well, two things. Cat, quick look up um, the Onion article on... Uh, the, I can't remember exactly, but it was uh, it was from the Onion, and it's a slow, steady uh, uh, influx of Michael Jackson accusers from the 1990s. That's all I remember. It's a great headline, but more importantly, go back to Jake. What you said uh, about brainwashing and Barbara Streisand saying the kids were excited to be there. Um, let's let's take that statement and split it in half. The kids were excited to be by Michael Jackson, pop star. That's where that ends. No kid was excited to, you know, be in the middle of the night and like, oh, now we're just going to touch your pee-pee. Now I'm going to put your pee-pee next to my pee-pee. Now I'm going to put your pee-pee in my mouth. And you're going to like, none of the kids were excited by that. When you say the kids were excited to be there, they were excited to be at Neverland Ranch with the train and the exotic animals and Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's like calling R. Kelly's basement a timeshare. That's ridiculous. Exactly. Like once once it moves on to the sexual shit, the molestation, they're no longer excited to be there. They're confused. They're going along with it. They're being told it's okay. And like you said, years later, they look back and go, holy shit, was that wrong? I was a kid. I didn't know any better. Or even maybe they did know better. Uh, they just were trapped in a situation. So... Barbara Streisand, you fucking ignorant cow cunt. What a fucking stupid thing to say. They were excited to be there. They survived. Well, they even got if married. They, even yeah. if, okay, that still doesn't, like, if I go into court, right, and they're like, Jake, you've been uh, you've been charged with fucking a 13-year-old. How do you plead? Well, Your Honor, ask the 13-year-old. They loved it. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I, I don't care. <laughs> But you're on the 13-year-old game. It does it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't I have a written document the 13 it was the best birthday present they ever received. No, it, it like that doesn't matter. If, if you fuck an underage kid, you fucked an underage kid and no other details matter. It doesn't matter their disposition. That is true. Well, I guess it was interesting. He never really fucked them, though. Like, they had, both of them had mentioned when they were both older, um, he had tried to penetrate them once, and it sounds like he was trying to go in dry. Yeah, it was a lot of, like, oral sex and stuff like that, but even even that, you're, you're, you're getting the same sentence for that. <laughs> I'm not a lawyer. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's the same sentence well, when they're yeah, that young, I just, man. I just thought it was funny that... Yeah. It's like, had he never heard of lube? Like... It sounded like he tried to go in dry on both of them, and then it wasn't working, and he was hurting them, so they stopped and then just went back to their, their, their usual what they did, which was like masturbating and all that shit. Well, there's a detail I didn't know and never wanted to know. <laughs> did you did you find the Onion article? I did. It says uh, Michael Jackson estate questions why accusers only coming forward steadily since the early 1990s. Yeah, see, that goes to what Jake said. I love that headline. It's it's if you aren't convinced by twenty five years of accusations and then this documentary, then nothing's going to convince you. Nothing. Will. Um, I, I one more. Th this is an aside. I had this thought, and then someone else posted it on Facebook, and I thought it was kind of neat. Like, oh, that's the exact thought I had. 
Um, when it comes to like no longer supporting Michael Jackson or listening to his music or any of that, um, I have a pretty easy fix that I, I do personally. It's called I don't listen to anything after Thriller. Hey, one I don't second, listen to man. Thriller I got to pause my recording. My, my goddamn headphones just came off. I got to find uh, some plug-in ones. I'll be all right back. No! Was, that was just my headphones. It'll it'll sound okay on the recording. Okay, before uh, we were going, I was saying that uh, the easy solution to banning Michael Jackson's music or not supporting it is, uh, in my opinion, most of what he did from Thriller forward kind of sucked. I mean, so you can still listen to uh, the Jackson 5 and Off the Wall and early Michael Jackson. Uh, I was never really much of a fan of Beat It or Billie Jean or Thriller or any of that shit that came later, so... Uh, that to me is the solution. If you don't want to support Michael Billie Jackson, Jean was pretty good. I, I never liked it. I didn't get it. So I just say, listen to early Michael Jackson before he was fucking kids. And then don't listen to the stuff that was going on while he was fucking kids. So that, that's my solution to, uh, uh boycotting Michael Jackson boy shot. I'll, I'll boycott the shit. I wasn't going to listen to anyway. It's a weird half measure. I, I either say like, listen to all of it or none of it because it's, I don't know. We we don't have an exact timestamp on when he started banging kids. Like it's, it's you're either you're either justifying it or or, or you're not. I, I I don't know. I I'm torn on it. I I kind of see it either way. Uh, but it, at the end of the day, it's not like it's not like you not listening to his music is going to un molest or some kids. You know what I'm saying? So. Well, and he's also uh, this is important. Dead. Right. I get actively yeah. more angry when I hear Rock and Roll Part 2 by Gary Glitter because that motherfucker is still alive and he's still collecting royalties off that song. So every time I hear Rock and Roll Part 2, I think, great, you just gave money to a, a pedophile who, you know, is he in jail? I don't remember. But the whole point is Michael Jackson's dead. Sure, his family is uh, the estate's making money off it, but he's not out there continuing to fuck kids or look at child porn online. Gary Glitter is, so maybe every fucking uh, sports stadium should stop playing that goddamn song, in my opinion. Yeah, it's true. Um, I'm going to wrap back around real quick since I was Googling. Uh, one thing I will say about this all when it comes to kids and believing someone that young, I guess when kids are that young, they don't know any better, and adults are the people teaching us stuff, so Michael Jackson normalized that shit for him. I was, I mean, when I was, like, in kindergarten, I had some, some of these issues with my best friend's brother when they were at this house, and he fucking conned me into this shit. My best friend was a, a boy, and he conned me into this shit going, well, best friends get married, right? And I was like, well, yeah, that makes sense. Well, when you're married, you do you do married people things and I can't have you marry my brother without knowing how to do these things. So I'll teach you like, that's how I got conned into that shit. And then on top of that, you feel like comfortable telling what age you're talking about. Yes. You said kindergarten, right? Yeah, that was, I was oh, kindergarten. First maybe I grade. missed that. I apologize. No, yeah, So that, that would have been about no, the age fine. of those kids in the Michael Jackson. Yeah. So you, like you didn't know what was going on basically. Right. I didn't know it was wrong. And that's, we moved, 
I think it it ended. I don't know if my parent. I don't think anybody knew it had happened, but it ended. I knew I didn't like it at some point. It got to a point where like he never. I honestly I don't know because things would start to happen and then I I lose my memory. Like I have like this big black. I know stuff started to happen and then I don't know if I got out or got away. Jesus. Because there were instances where it could have gone it could have gone both ways, but I just I don't remember anything. But I do know when we moved, him and his dad helped us move. We used to live right behind each other. And I remember fucking taunting him when they were helping us move in. Like, I remember him walking by with shit and just standing at the door and be like, hey, you want to go into the bathroom? And him like, shut shut the fuck up, you know, because our dads were like both, I don't know, 10 feet away or some shit like that. But to top it off, how, how much older was this guy? I don't know. He he had pubic hair. I can tell you that. But he was still he was still yeah, probably a he teenager. Yeah, he would have been like a teenager then. You know, he yeah, was that's young. Uh, that's fucked middle, up. That's pretty middle crazy. School, middle school, Jesus. high school, but um, high school. Jesus, goddamn Christ! I don't know. I don't know how old he was. Right. I'm fairly silent over here because I'm doing a lot of gagging and trying not to throw up. So. Because you say kindergarten, we're, you're you're talking four years old, five years old. Yeah, well, five, six, yeah. I guess the thing about it though that really kind of fucked with me is I didn't know it was wrong till about third grade when they put us all in a room to watch a a no no zone video where people don't touch you here. So I guess that's the point that people need to understand is you need to teach your yeah. kids young about what's right and what's wrong. When I mean young, I'm talking like three years old, you know. That they can tell you, you know, you got to tell them, like, you know, only, you know, mom, like, nobody can touch you here unless mommy and daddy say that's okay and you better come out. Yeah, we've know, done that like with that. my my kids are four and six, and we haven't hammered at home, you know, not like every day, like, good morning, time for breakfast. Remember, don't let anyone touch you. But, I mean, we've, we've had talks, and now I want to have another talk with them. But basically, it's like, hey, nobody touches you there. Uh, except the doctor, when mommy and daddy take you to the doctor and are in the room with you, and he says, I need to look at this, I'm lifting up your shirt now, or, you know, like, when you are at the doctor getting a physical, otherwise, no one touches you there, not your friends, not whatever, because they, they, everyone in their age bracket, uh, at least last summer, and they're growing out of this a little bit, um, was into, like, just, you know, nudity. Because we'd go down in the basement, it's like, all the kids are naked. Like, God damn it, will you put your... And uh, the, one of the friends is older, but just like seven years old. And uh, and it's like, just and they're not doing anything other than like, look at my booty, look at my... But it's like, yeah, now hearing this, I, I'm going to have another talk with my kids. Jesus, goddamn Christ. But a gentle talk, not like a... I'm just like not going to have kids. You know, this sounds fucking horrifying, man. This is way too much pressure it, for me. I know it's it's fucked up. You don't you don't think about it because you think the world is a good place, and then you know cat opens her mouth. Like you 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 read about the Michael Jackson shit, and you go, "That's an extreme case." All right, that that's sort of surreal. 
And then I sit in my hotel room with my headphones on, listening to Cat talk about this in a very fucking devious, hey, best friends. And like I said, I'm sitting over going, well, I could throw up all over myself right now because this is horrible to hear someone get it. Especially when, you know, first you hear kindergarten, you're like, okay, uh, my, my mind wants to blank that out. How old was the kid? Uh, I don't know. You had pubes, 13, 14, 15. Like, okay, now I'm dead. So yeah, uh, all I'm doing here is uh, being disgusted and wanting to have a good talk with my kids about appropriate and inappropriate behavior. Jesus Christ, Kat, I'm sorry to hear all this. I'm worried about my dogs now, man, everything. Well, your dogs are poorly trained. They think it's okay to shit inside because you just grind their shit into the carpet. That's hey, that, is, that is bad parenting on your part. <laughs> yeah, so going back to what you said about there being seven-year-olds down there, too, you kind of got to watch that because, you know, I was third grade, so I was, what, eight, seven, eight, when I didn't, when I, I didn't know that was not normal. So, I mean, I seriously remember watching... Uh, Michael Jackson is probably a Lifetime movie or something like that. So when I was that age, seven, eight, nine, and I was kind of figuring this shit out that th- that was actually wrong and stuff. And I'm sitting there watching some Michael Jackson video, and it, I think they were more hitting on who was, or it was a, it was like a Lifetime movie, and it was talking about. For some reason, I think this is when some of the accusers started coming out and talking about this shit. And I just remember kind of sitting there and being like. Oh, it sounds like he was abused as a kid. Sounds like I was abused as a kid. And I, like, literally sat there and made the conscious decision, like, just because I was abused as a kid, that means I can either choose to continue being the abuser or I can stop it and change my life, you know? And it's like, so that's, I guess, when it comes to thinking about people like that, like, yeah, you got fucked with, but... At some point, you have to make the conscious choice to be, yeah, they fucked with me, so that means I can do it to other people, or yeah, they fucked with me. But yeah, it's I'm a good point. I like mean, it, you know, they they say that uh, most people that uh, you, you know abuse kids were abused themselves. So yeah, if they, we just they were if we victims. Just, yeah, if we just write a pass to every pedophile who was once abused by a pedophile, then we probably wouldn't convict any pedophiles. You know what I mean? So at, at a certain point, you, you can't let that excuse what the hell they're doing. Well, and it's I'm, I'm not trying to branch off here, but that's the excuse for everything and anything. Oh, my dad was an alcoholic, so I'm an alcoholic. Oh, um, my dad left when I was young, so I left my wife because I had, I had no uh, father figure. I'm, I'm not saying it's not an excuse, but there is an awareness at some point you you grow up and you look in the mirror and say, okay, I can either use my experience as excuses and be a shitbag, or I can look at my experiences and overcome them. And this 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 ties in in a disgusting way to what Barbara Streisand said. Yeah, it didn't kill them. They uh, they grew up. They got married. But they had a lot to overcome. They did it right. They went through therapy. They uh, are doing this documentary. It's obviously very painful to them. And now they're trying to live good, decent lives by it. So they did it right. But it doesn't mean you should belittle what they went through and say, yeah, they did fine. They, they survived. It's, it's incredibly difficult, but they did it right. The victims that were in the documentary that Michael Jackson diddled. And I, I don't get the people who are just like publicly defending the guy at this point. Cause look, I get, if you want to uh, 
quietly have your reservations. You know what I mean? If, if you want to be – look, these kids testified in their 20s that this didn't happen. So I don't believe them. I get if 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 that's what you're thinking. I mean, I'm not saying that there's nothing to that logic, but I'm like, you don't know for sure that they're like, and it certainly doesn't sound like they're fucking lying, you know. And and if basically, if this was a table game, and and you're like, you're in front of the big guy upstairs, and he knows the answer, you can bet everything you have on it. It happened or it didn't happen. You'd be an idiot to bet on it didn't happen. I mean, if, if you, because especially with abuse that happened that long ago, yeah, you're not going to have any smoking gun, hard proof evidence type shit. You know what I mean? That it happened. It's, it's sort of like that Kavanaugh case where it's like, okay, y- you have people talking about this and, you know, one of them is telling the truth. The other one's lying that guy definitely sounded like he was lying, and that lady sounded like she was telling the truth. If you watch a documentary, they sound like they're telling the truth. They don't sound like they're fucking lying, man. And and so it, I don't know why you would want to just sort of assume that that guy's telling the truth when it's like, yeah, you're not going to have any proof either way, but you have this testimony that damn sure sounds like... The details they're given here are are pretty fucking specific, man, and they line all up to the T with each other, and it's it's you know what I mean, and it's just a basic. Like, well, why is he spending the night with these fucking kids? Oh, he just really liked kids. Oh, really? So did he want to like you know help out some kids, maybe like a chubby kid from the Bronx or something? Oh no, little blonde boys. He had a type. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like uh, also here's another good point that that I. I heard somebody making the other day. Um, he at the time he was touring with these kids. He had sixteen nieces and nephews. You don't see any of them on tour with him. You know these family members of him that are coming forward and 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 kind of testifying on his behalf. Go, oh no, there's no way this could have happened. Look, I get defending your family members. Like if if this if this came out against my 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 dad or my brother or somebody. If, oh, my dogs are fighting. Hey, shut up! God damn it. Well, they got into it. Uh, to what Jake was saying before he was interrupted by his Michael Vick moment. Um, I haven't heard anybody say this. Uh, Jake talked about how the, these two people, um, they, they in their 20s, they said that it didn't happen, and now they do. There's a big, there's a world of difference. There is an enormous world of difference between coming forward when the guy that molested you is still alive and is as powerful as Michael Jackson and is as rich as Michael Jackson and can squash you like a bug and waiting till after he's dead and then coming forward and saying, now I have the courage to say this because Michael Jackson is no longer around and I can get this off my chest. So anybody that uh, feels like they have to say like, oh, they said at the 20s it didn't happen. Yeah, different times. Michael Jackson was alive and had a lot of lawyers and a lot of money. So I don't buy into the whole shitting on these guys because they contradicted their own statements. I think that's bullshit. I think part of it, too, is, I mean, that shit, it takes a long time to get over. Like me personally... I'm over it. I can talk about it. I don't because it doesn't, you know, I have no reason to. But, like, I can talk about it this comfortably now because I've spent... Well, let me me interrupt you. I apologize. How old are you? 
now? Uh, I just turned 29. Okay, so, so yeah, we're going two decades plus into the past. So yeah, when you say it, it it's taken you 20 years of processing, right? Yeah, so... Okay, I, sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to no, get that. You're good. Then, then go ahead, please. I, I apologize. So when I was in college, so we're talking 2013 here, my 20s, 19s, 20s, you know, I was still struggling with it and the biggest part i was struggling with was not remembering like i like i wanted to know what the fuck happened um because there like there's just two instances where like he like picked me up and took me to the bathroom and i think my brother i didn't want to go and my brother and alan were trying to get in so we're all the same age and they were trying to get in and he was just saying like one of the one of the things he had said was you you only have to strip halfway, I'll strip all the way. And I didn't know what strip meant. So I had no idea what the hell he was talking about. And that's where the memory ends. So it's like, I don't know if I got out. I don't know if something happened. That was the biggest thing I was struggling with. And then come to find out, I was working on a movie and we had a rat party at the Marriott. And there was these two bartenders all night and I was really hitting it off with one, but I thought the other one was, you know, cute. So I'm like, okay maybe try to fuck this guy but if that doesn't work out i suppose i could swing over to that guy well i didn't end up fucking anybody that night but i wound up uh getting getting a hold of the one i liked better and i was scrolling through facebook and the other guy was him his name popped up on facebook and that was him and i was like holy fuck um and i found out the guy I did end up hooking up with and kind of dated for a while, I found out he used to live with him. They kicked him out of the apartment and he was saying that like, he used to always have like younger college freshman girls and he'd like fucking kind of mentally sort of abuse them and shit and that he would also like fuck old guys. Well, at least he's got range. I'm not trying to defend the guy, but if you're going from kids to young sophomore girls to old guys, that's 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 range. I think I think hearing that kind of I don't know, it just it knowing what happened in the future and being like, okay, that guy, you know, I I don't know, I it I don't know if it helped bring any resolution, sort of. But it, it kind of did, and it sort of helped me kind of get over it a little bit more, I guess. So I don't, it's just a weird instance. I almost fucked the guy that you know, touched me as a kid. <laughs> yeah, sort of uh, the most disgusting form of full circle I could ever think of. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. All right. Well, let's, let's uh, end on a lighter note than everything that's been happening. Let's... let's uh, this is oh i didn't finish my point about uh, michael jackson's family yeah oh, okay um none of them yeah the, the dogs inter- interrupted me uh my, my one dog he went to the vet because he lost a tooth the other day and uh yeah he came back in the door and they started going at it instantly so yeah we, we, had, we had to edit it out but um yeah i was i was none too pleased i hate those fucking dogs but um yeah man i i don't think uh what was I saying about the family? Yeah. He said um, no nieces and nephews on they, tour. They all, they all had, they all, he had like 16 nieces and nephews and all these family members. I'm not saying they all knew what he was doing, but what I'm saying is it's, it's kind of curious that he's, you know, spending the night with kids cause he loves kids, but 
none of the family members are letting their kids around there. You know what I mean? Like none of none of his brothers and sisters are sending their kids on tour with Michael Jackson to sleep with bubbles at, 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 at the ranch. You know, like they're keeping them far away from that fucking guy. Yeah, I mean that that's that's a tell right there. That is a tell. That is a that is a poker tell. All right. You don't sh- you don't shit where you eat. I mean. Yeah. All right. Let's get on. Unless you're my dogs, they do that shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> my goddamn cat doesn't shit where he eats, but he's one of those asshole cats that uh, shits right outside the box, goes right up to the box, and then shits right next to it, which is better than shitting all over the house. But I, it's, I, I don't fucking get it, and that's a thing with cats. Some of them do that. They just like, yeah, there's the box. I know. I'm gonna shit right here. Anyway, all right. My favorite news story of all time. It uh, happened on March 10th, 2019. Man inadvertently proves that hipsters look alike by mistaking photo as himself. Uh, (laughs) Do you think he did that on purpose, ironically? Oh, that would be funny, too. No, the MIT Technology Review published an article that said, Do all hipsters look alike? And a guy contacted them and said, Hey, you used my picture for that article about hipsters looking alike, and I did not sign a release saying that you could use my picture. How dare you? So the article said, Oh, shit, are we in trouble? Did we use a picture that we didn't pay for? They looked it up. It wasn't the hipster. It was a different hipster that looked exactly like that hipster, and he didn't even recognize himself. He, he thought he was this other hipster. That, uh, I fucking, you dumb hipsters, you PBR-drinking, beard-having, beanie-wearing pieces of shit. I, this is, I, 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 I want to donate money to MIT for this. The, MIT is supposed to be about engineering and bettering the future, but goddammit, if they're going to write articles that insult hipsters, I'm all for it. Yeah, all all white guys with beards do look the same. That is that is true. I I when I had a beard, I couldn't tell myself from other guys with beards. So, I I, I get how that happened. I give it to the guy though. He did somewhat <laughs> apologize after they told him it wasn't him. He was like, "Wow, I stand corrected. I guess I and multiple family members and a childhood friend pointed it out to me. Thought it was a mildly photoshopped picture of me." I ha- I even have a very similar hat and shirt, though in full color, I can see it's not the same. So thank you for getting back to me and resolving the issue. <laughs> uh, there you go. Jake- it takes a big man to admit that he's a douchebag, and this guy is a big man. Oh, this just happened. I have to scroll. I have to find it on my own Facebook because, uh, Jake, the way you said bearded white guys all look the same reminded me of uh, something that just happened on my Facebook. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling because I want to read it exactly. God damn it. The page is loading. I posted a picture uh, and some people said it's photoshopped, but it was still pretty funny. Uh, There it is. It's a guy wearing a T-shirt with Tiger Woods's mugshot picture on it. <laughs> I saw that. With Tiger Woods right there. Like, Tiger Woods is at an event, and so he's heckling Tiger Woods. Yeah, it it's, was a good sorry, one. Sorry, it's a guy wearing what now? There's, there's, okay, so it's Tiger Woods is playing golf at a big tournament, and there are people everywhere, and as Tiger is walking through the crowd, there's a guy standing there wearing a T-shirt with Tiger Woods's mugshot picture on the T-shirt. 
in so Tiger Woods is there trying to play golf and he's being heckled by a guy wearing a t-shirt with his mugshot after the night that his wife chased him with the I wouldn't golf give a club. Fuck if I was Tiger Woods, I'd be like, hey, I, I, get, I got royalties from that t-shirt. Buy six of them. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, I thought it was funny, but here's the thing. Uh, a guy posted, I'm just going to read down the posts. He said, seems racist, seems racist, not funny, sad, really. Next guy said, what's racist about this? Do you know the definition of the racism? And the first guy says, playing stupid doesn't help your cause. And I said, I'm on this other guy's side. It's called heckling. Making this racist is a stretch and then some. And this is where it gets funny. The guy who's calling it racist said, Nathan, I'm sure the white guy is not wearing a T-shirt with a picture of R. Kelly on it because he's a big fan. And then he shows up in front of another African-American to heckle him. Maybe it's not racist, but it certainly seems it. I don't find it funny. I find it sad. To which I respond, R. Kelly, you really have no clue what's going on here, do you? And he says, Nathan Timmel, excuse me, I meant Kanye. So this guy... (laughs) Who is calling racism apparently thinks all black men look alike because it's Tiger Woods being heckled by his own picture. And this guy is saying, how dare this guy wear a picture of R. Kelly in front of another African-American man? I'm sorry. I didn't mean R. Kelly. I mean Kanye West. He gets it wrong every step of the way. How right, liberal, woke do you have to be to fuck that up on every level? And to be even... fair, and, and thank you, Kat, for sending me this picture. To be to be fair to this guy you're talking about, um, Tiger Woods is so drunk in this picture that he looks about ten years older, and it looks like his hairline has actually receded, and then and then went back once he sobered up. He he does. He looks fucking tanked in this picture. Well, he was. That was his mugshot. That's the whole thing. That's a oh, famous yeah. picture. So, yeah, so you didn't you even need a breathalyzer. Like you can smell his the booze on his breath through this photo, man. You can, you can. All right, uh, JakeVevra.com, NathanTimmel.com, uh, NotCat.com. Thanks for listening. Um, thanks, Cat, uh, for Googling and finding all the correct quotes. Yeah. Jake, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for talking, as always. Listeners, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing it with people. Thanks for telling your friends to listen. Thanks for sending us news ideas. Thanks for writing reviews about us, especially if they are positive. Less so if they are negative, but we'll take whatever uh, you have to offer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Continue to listen and continue to share. Yay. Later. <laughs>